It's a new episode of Meet Me for Coffee. And, uh, well, we're talking about some pretty interesting things. Uh, I came across Memory Hold, and he is on Instagram and TikTok. He got quite the following on there. Um, he talks about some very cool uh, subjects that I'm pretty interested in. I know a lot of people are as well, even though they're not really coming out and saying it. They are following the Jeslene Maxwell and Epstein case uh, right now. And uh, there were a lot of people implicated in that. But it, it dawned on me a few weeks ago um, how everything could be connected uh, with, with, with Bill Gates and, uh, you know, Jeffrey Epstein being in the same picture. There are, I believe the, the, is it the president of Moderna is in that picture as well. Yeah. The co-founder of Moderna. Um, he's not present in the famous image with Bill Gates and Epstein. However, Epstein was very much involved in trying to get his hands in the pot of what Bill Gates, his science advisor, uh, were looking into in terms of creating a sort of um, biotech investment fund. So Jeffrey Epstein was very much interested in the medical sciences field that overlaps with uh, some familiar names, certainly. Well, thanks for joining us, by the way. I, I kind of got right into it, man. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, my pleasure, man. I love just jumping right into it. Sometimes I can't help myself. So yeah, man, I'm so happy to be on here. Thank you for inviting me, man. So, sometimes I feel like I should just like stand up on the chair and just like grab a microphone and start talking to people about this <laughs> stuff because <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't make sense, right? You know, no. you think you think one way and then 10 people think it the other way. And, and most of the time you end up being right. Uh, yeah. So what, what got you so interested in... Uh, talking about the truth well what got me interested and i think is the exact thing that makes my skill set sort of unique that i bring to the table is the fact that i never believed in anything like this that i discussed today in fact i used to make fun of people that did i used to be essentially an enemy of the truth i thought i was knowledgeable you know i was casually interested in alternative stories about you know september 11th but it didn't go much further than it was an inside job right i didn't know the the real data i just so even then it was uninformed my opinions i i assumed it was a inside job. I didn't look at the actual evidence. And it come across in like 2016, uh, the WikiLeaks of uh, John Podesta's emails came out. Uh, and I kept hearing about it. I kept hearing about it. And eventually, I just got tired of it. I said, let me actually sit down. I keep hearing, you know, uh, rumors about certain things that I don't even think I should mention if we're depending on the platform we're on. Uh, but abuse related type of material. And I'm like, there's no way. Let me look into this a little bit. And needless to say, whether or not I could have proved that, the information that I was seeing crowdsourced by researchers and investigators online uh, blew my absolute mind. Uh, so I tried to start from the beginning. What can I prove uh, full heartedly uh, and, and create a strong foundation of it? How far can I go? How far does this go? And I learned about Jeffrey Epstein uh, extensively in 2016. I learned about just how far those rings extend uh, within Hollywood circles, within the elite circles. I learned how they use that for blackmail on behalf of the intelligence agencies. And needless to say, I was hooked. But what really got me was the crowdsourced effort, anonymous forums, places like 4chan and Reddit, where people get together and in live time, research the information, compile it into memes and infographs, fully cited sources. That was the side of the so-called conspiracy theory movement that I had never been shown because simply they don't cover that. They cover the truly tinfoil hat outlandish, no proof type of stuff. I found myself in a, uh, a, a world that I'd never seen before, but was filled with confirmable fact that even the everyday average citizen could prove and see for themselves. It's not unattainable. And that's what hooked me. 
uh, I primarily focused on the, I'll just, I'll just say like Epstein pizza related information. Uh, and I was dedicated to educating primarily new people since I was new myself. Uh, so on my show, we don't so much discuss this information. We do, of course, uh, but I show them the step-by-step process. How did we come to this conclusion? Uh, this is how you access the information that brought us to this conclusion. So that's a little bit about how I started. Well, you know, I was watching the one uh, documentary. It's a three-part documentary on how everything's kind of connected with COVID, Epstein, Bill Gates, Moderna. Uh, and you got to go into these things with a grain of salt, uh, sure. as as you do everything that you hear on the news. Uh, yep. Every time somebody says, somebody says something to you, you got to think twice, right? Um, and then you start to dig things up and sort of connect the dots and and uh there's a there's an old site called uh the time machine way way back time machine yes and uh he can go back and you can check things out for yourself uh, that have been deleted and it's there everything is there so absolutely but what really got me very interested in this right i i knew a lot of these these celebrities and people were blackmailed in some way, shape, or form. But the origins of how uh, Jesse Maxwell grew up in a family that was like crazy rich. Um, her father passed away or got yeah. murdered. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, almost a billion dollars was missing from the. Uh, I believe that's the pension of his company, and uh, no one knows where Jeffrey Epstein got that money. No. Um, but suspect to, to thinking about it, that kind of connects the dots because they were seen together and then he died and then this guy's rich, right? right. There's there's no way, right? right. So, um, but we get to the, the, the whole COVID thing and how it's connected with the Jeffrey Epstein. Um, so let's start from square one and uh, let's talk about how he became good friends with the president of Moderna and he also is good friends with uh, Bill Gates. Uh, there's there's a lot of stuff to unravel here. Absolutely. Yeah. So to start with, we do have to understand that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell comes from a family of intelligence agents. Uh, her father was a prominent Mossad Israeli intelligence officer. He was involved in cover up, uh, covering up the secrets of the uh, Israeli nuclear program. Uh, and then that, of course, goes down to Ghislaine, who probably picked up where she left off. In fact, some theorize that Ghislaine was more of the string puller and Epstein was more of the face. And that kind of came out in her trial where we found out that Ghislaine was the primary recruiter for Epstein. So we look at Epstein as the one doing all the legwork, when in reality, it may very well be Ghislaine, because after all, she's the intelligence connection, uh, and Epstein is sort of the face of the operation. Uh, moving forward, though, it's difficult to determine who is friends with Epstein and who is victims uh, of Epstein. And I don't mean victims in the sexual sense. I mean victims of his extortion attempts, his, excuse me, his blackmail attempts. So the first thing that we can look into, number one, is you mentioned the Wayback Machine, and I'm glad you did because that segues perfectly into Jeffrey Epstein's deleted websites. As far as the world is concerned, Epstein didn't exist until he got arrested in 2019, which means that they were not privy to the fact that indeed Jeffrey Epstein had multiple websites. He had JeffreyEpsteinFoundation.com. He had JeffreyEpsteinScience.com, now only available via the Wayback Machine to view the deleted web pages. And when you visit those web pages, you are confronted with strictly science investment related 
information, an entirely different side of Jeffrey Epstein that you have never been told about. Because in my opinion, if you were told about that, if they were open about Epstein's involvement in the medical sciences, you would see that the people he was brushing shoulders with, Bill Gates, right, are very relevant to exactly what's going on today. So for instance, to start off, he compromised or is rumored to have compromised uh, either one or both of Bill Gates's uh, scientific advisors. Now, the evidence I base that off of is an article that came out regarding Prince Andrew and how Jeffrey Epstein apparently gave Prince Andrew a gift. And that gift was a human being. That human being was, quote, a pretty young neuroscientist over at Zorro Ranch, which is his New Mexico ranch. Once again, they kept that one tucked away. You hear about the island, but you don't hear about Zorro Ranch. And that's because that's where the scientific endeavors of Jeffrey Epstein took place. That pretty young science, uh, neuroscientist or neurosurgeon, neuroscientist um, is said to be Melanie Walker. Melanie Walker was the former uh, or I believe former uh, scientific advisor to Bill Gates. Now, even closer, though, is Boris Nikolic, another former uh, science advisor to Bill Gates. Epstein was close enough to Boris Nikolic that he included Boris Nikolic in his will, right? And his estate added Boris Nikolic into the will. So that then leads us to a story where Boris Nikolic tried to set up a biotech investment fund with Jeffrey Epstein, as well as Bill Gates and JP Morgan. Now, Boris Nikolic is working with the co-founder of Moderna, Robert Langer. And what they're working on together, all pre-COVID, was a medical record embedding vaccination technology, which means that the vaccine simultaneously gives you a quantum type of material that tracks your vaccination status simultaneously. So rather than giving you a receipt, right, that we currently are working with, they're working with developing a technology that embeds it into your skin. And Bill Gates has been heavily involved in this for quite some time as well. Um, both Boris Nikolic, you can look at him as once again, science advisor, Bill Gates, close enough with Epstein to be in Epstein's will. Boris Nikolic actually teamed up with the co-founder of Moderna, okay, and co-founded this company called Particles for Humanity. Okay, and they are also the ones as a group, okay, uh, working on skin embedded vaccine records. And Particles for Humanity, of course, received funding and investments from Bill Gates, as well as JP Morgan, or at least they tried to get money from JP Morgan. I'm not sure if JP Morgan actually fessed that dough up, but I know Bill Gates did for sure. And the list goes on. Particles for Humanity also involved the people that were involved in Operation Warp Speed. The under the Trump administration, that was precisely what created this new mRNA technology in record time, so to speak, which is the main crux of a lot of these people's hesitancy is it was created too fast. I'm a little suspicious. I don't know if I want to take it. If that makes sense. Well, I mean, obviously, they they knew something was going to happen because there is proof. I know Peter McCullough mentions that they were working on the uh vaccine with Moderna way before COVID even happened. Yes. Actually, they're, they're going to make it a, a one-shot kind of deal where there's like three or four different boosters inside this one shot, and it it timely uh, goes off when the first uh, the first wave of your uh, booster you know, dissolves in your body, right? Bro? Yes. 
That's right. Sorry to jump in, but you just, I must have missed that aspect of Peter McCullough because you know what he's referencing there. He's actually referencing, and I, I think I have this slide here, they're time released capsules that yes. are like nano sized and it's syringe injectable, and your body breaks it down in a scheduled timed fashion. So it's the equivalent of multiple injections, but how it works is you just get one injection, which injects, you know, three different uh, nano particles, let's say, that break down and give you the dose as required uh, over a period of time. Yeah, I didn't know McCullough mentioned that, but precisely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he uh, he mentioned. I heard that you. I heard you mention it, and I researched what that meant. What Peter McCullough has said in the past about this stuff, right? Um, about Moderna actually trying to create this vaccine prior to COVID, and there was a lot of proof. Absolutely. That that is what he said. Um, See, when we talk about some of the stuff, we get all jumbled and, and we, 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 we don't remember sometimes because there's so much to talk about. I, I feel sorry for Alex Jones because like he goes on <laughs> a, a big tangent and there's like 10 things flying out of his mouth at the same time. He doesn't know yeah. what he's talking about, but it can be quite frustrating, right? All oh, this stuff is yeah. happening um, up here in Canada. We've got these this Omicron thing going on here and you know they're saying, be careful, be careful. But then like Africa saying, you know what, like this is done. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't understand what exactly is going on, but I did come to the consensus that everything's connected, right? Everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I know people are very interested in hearing all about Jeffrey Epstein and how he blackmailed people. Um, give us an example. Sure. So um, I, just to piggyback off the McCullough thing, he is correct about Moderna. It was funded by DARPA, DARPA uh, military branch, technology branch. They're the ones that created and pioneered the mRNA technology. They started, interestingly, they started doing that in 2010. And Moderna, I believe, was founded uh, one year later. So you can look at Moderna uh, creating this vaccine early, correct. And it was created by DARPA fide fact. It was through the ADEPT program is what it was called. So an example of Jeffrey Epstein blackmailing individuals is I always go to this example. Virginia Roberts Gouffre is one of the more prominent victims of Jeffrey Epstein spearheading in a way this entire investigation and case against him before his quote unquote uh, suicide. Right? She is on the island with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, this is no rumor, bona fide fact. She's on the island with Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton arrived to the island. Now, Virginia, being a young, naive girl, she sees the president or former president of the United States and she turns to Jeffrey Epstein and she asks him why Bill Clinton is on his island. I mean, at this point, she's been abused by Epstein. She kind of under she, she knows he's not a good guy. So why is a president here? You know, they can't be bad. Right. And uh Epstein turned to her and allegedly said, he owes me a favor. And then there was a pause and he followed up with information is king. So there's those little details that continuously pop up. Do we have access to his uh, blackmail tapes? No, we do not. But we do know that he does have recordings. Uh, they were found in his safe along with his passport under false names and multiple instances of uh, rumors that he has been uh, blackmailing. So for instance, over the summer, Vicki Ward broke a story, a brand new story that's extremely important to anyone looking to understand the full scope of Epstein. This was July of this past year, talking about how Epstein was working on behalf of the United States intelligence agencies on national security issues as early as 1982. And not only that, 
Because think about it. What do we know about him before the 90s, right? He could have been well, like, like knee deep in things other than human trafficking before that. And that's precisely what information broke. Vicki Ward states that her contact, a guy named um, or an individual involved with a guy named Douglas Lease, they say that Douglas Lease was a weapons trafficker. Okay. And Douglas Lease was Jeffrey Epstein's mentor all the way back then. So whatever Epstein was doing was important enough for him to be working on behalf of the CIA and other intelligence outfits as early as 1982. They even referenced him visiting the Pentagon. And they mentioned in that as well, sexual blackmail. And they said whatever game he was playing, it was at a high level. It involved national security and it was dangerous and it involved sexual blackmail. So if you, for instance, those are two bona fide truths in the sense that uh, the second example I just gave you was a mainstream article uh, released by a woman that has broken legitimate Epstein news that is then picked up by other outlets. Uh, pair that up with information is king. Bill Clinton owes me a favor. Then pair that up with Ghislaine Maxwell and her father working for intelligence, the Mossad, when her father died. And by the way, Ghislaine Maxwell does believe he was murdered. Um, uh when he died, the funeral he had, it was like a state-sponsored funeral. Six of the uh, country, is, Israeli uh, uh, countrymen, essentially, like, like six of the biggest guys in the military, attended Robert Maxwell's funeral. And that type of honor is reserved for people that are former prime ministers of Israel or, or high-ranking individuals. So if you put all of those details together, do we have low-light hidden camera footage of Epstein and Bill Clinton? No, but you put all of this metadata that each one is true, you get a wider picture and it all starts to come into frame that indeed he may very well have done that. And the last thing I'll add is Operation Midnight Climax. You might be saying, memory hold, well, how do we know that intelligence agencies use sexual blackmail against people? Well, I at first thought that was not necessarily nonsense, but we didn't have proof, but we actually do. Uh, Operation Midnight Climax, this was done, in, I believe, the 50s or the 60s. It was a sub-project of MKUltra. It's a mind control program that they were looking into, trying to control people's mind using LSD and electroshocks and sexual abuse, by the way. Um, they would set up brothels and they would hide cameras. And what they would do is they would hang out behind like that two-way mirror or whatever you call them. And they would dose uh, the Johns, right, that would come in to, you know, sleep with the women. And uh, they would study the effects of LSD on the individuals that were sleeping with the with the prostitutes, not to get crude here. But it's fact. Put that all together and you get a little bit of a better picture of why Epstein was important. And not only that, how he probably made his money. He was probably a broker of information, maybe a contractor. If someone needs needed something done, some leverage, for instance, right, leverage over someone to pass a bill, to pass some legislation, maybe Epstein was hired to blackmail this individual, something like that. A compromise kind of thing, get you in a situation. Yep. And maybe that's how they, they, I heard they have everybody on tape who's ever gone to this this island and done mm -hmm. stuff. That's, that's the blackmail right there. Exactly. That's a good point. That's precisely it. Maria Farmer, another victim of Epstein. She talks about being brought into the server room of his uh, mansion in New York. So it's even it, all of his houses were wired for surveillance and audio. So anyone that stepped foot in his New York mansion, in his Palm Beach mansion that's now destroyed on his island, were on video and were on audio right from the beginning. So imagine the individuals he ensnared, which brings me back to the idea of 
how many of these people were his friends and how many of them are his victims, people that he didn't know. If Envision being a scientist, you know, uh, and Jeffrey Epstein's throwing money around and he says, look, I can help fund your project. And that's what all academic institutions do, which is why scientists don't take too many risks. They're like, I don't want to lose my funding. That means everything to me. We can't make these breakthroughs without a lot of funding. Then Epstein comes through and says, hey, I'm Jeffrey Epstein. I love science. Uh, listen, I got a million for you. Uh, if you want to come over to the island real quick and maybe talk about it. Well, now you're on camera. Now you're on audio. And now you're with a convicted pedophile that would be arrested a few years later. And now forever, your reputation is in the trash, you know, so you can't tell like who you get what I, you get what I'm trying to get at here. It's very it's sticky, very sketchy situation, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he was actually, he wanted to get in on this MRNA vaccine very badly. Yeah. Um, yeah. He also gave money to MIT as well, um, which is, it's, this is all proof. It's not like we would come up here and, and 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 sit down and talk about lies, right? We, we we we've listened. We we've we've talked. Um, we've researched, and the, the the way back time machine is quite a great resource. If you can look at the Great Reset, all the stuff the World Economic Forum puts out out there, um, all the stuff that's happened in the, in the past couple of years with Epstein, Comet Pizza, whatever you want to say, um, it's you can find it, and it's absolutely, absolutely. it's incredible, right? Yeah. It, it's, it boggles the mind. And as I said, guys, I like I don't say any of this lightly. And in fact, I always make the joke that this is the one line of work where you are happy to be wrong. If I'm incorrect on all of this, thank God. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but unfortunately, in the discussion you and I are having right now, uh, we're instead right on the money. None of this is incorrect. And speaking of MIT, by the way, um, Moderna co-founder Robert Langer, the one we discussed before, uh, he was the scientist you know, designing the vaccination quantum dot technology. So the little liquid dot that you can't see with the naked eye that's injected with the vaccine, um, but seen under like a black light or some type of special device. Well, uh, they were developing this tech with the funding of Bill Gates at MIT. And that's also the institution that Jeffrey Epstein got into hot water with. You remember that whole kerfluffle right after Epstein's arrest, because he was funding a bunch of people at MIT, like Joy Ito, as well as, uh, crap, I forget the guy's name, Nicholas uh, it, it, Negro Ponce. The neg the guy, uh, the Negro Ponce guy, which is a prominent elite family over at MIT as well. In fact, Negro Ponce, after receiving Epstein's funding and being revealed, exposed for it, he said, if I can go back in time uh, and given the choice to take it or not take it, I would take it. He straight up said that if I had to go back in time instead of not taking it. Oh, I don't want that Epstein money, dirty money. He said publicly uh, he would take it again. So this is. <laughs> who the people are that are involved in this next era of medical science. Like this is revolutionizing therapies, gene therapies, therapeutics, and vaccines. mRNA is the future. And these are the people that, even if not intimately involved with the actual creation, they're rubbing shoulders with the people that were creating it, as evidenced by your boy Robert Langer hanging out with all of these, all of these folks and sort of in the melting pot with Gates and all of them, with the Boris Nikolics of the world. Most of people still hung out with Epstein after he was arrested, after he was accused of things, and on like some kind of weird like arresting sentence where he was staying at night at the jail but doing his own errands. <laughs> like this is how crazy the power goes, right? Like yeah. um Jesley Maxwell today, you know, gets the guilty charge on five of the six counts. 
and then everything else is sealed. All the names have been sealed. Right. Yeah. So okay. there's a lot going on. Everything's connected. Everybody's implicated. And yeah. it's very, very important for us to not forget about this because we cannot let this stuff go away. Um, because going forward now, they're trying to push us into a new type of era, I feel, where you know, uh, unelected officials are the ones trying to control and play the game with us, right? They're, they're trying to run our game, man. I don't want Absolutely. to do it's true coercion blackmail and general influence peddling is the name of the game and you know it just makes you wonder you know i imagine a lot of these people are just bad at heart i imagine there's also a lot of genuinely good people trying to do their best within our government within uh these major think tanks that maybe aren't aware of the people that they are running with um but just envision the level of power alone. If you just take blackmail element alone, that is a huge amount of people that could have been ensnared in that. And this isn't even discussing or introducing surveillance technology um, that also Epstein was involved in the creation of, for instance, um, Ghislaine Maxwell's sisters, uh, Isabel and Christine. They are highly embedded in the U.S. technological Silicon Valley sector. Back in the day, there was a um, actually they helped pioneer sort of like the original search browsers, like before Google, like right? MSN kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So before, um, you know, I forget exactly how it used to work. There was a name for it, but back in the day, you wouldn't be able to just go to like a Google and type in what you want for a query. It was a lot more primitive. Their technology, they were pioneering the technology that sort of uh, made that more efficient and they turned out to be the creators of like the early search browsers. So uh, a lot of people might not recognize this one, um, but Excite, there used to be a search browser or a website called Excite.com. Uh, and I know because when I was a child, I'm 30 now. Uh, so just to put it in perspective, when I was very young, my home computer that my family would use would always go to Excite.com. That was the homepage that was created uh, by the Maxwell sisters. And even crazier, they have... Um, uh, the Chiliad technology, I believe that was the name of the technology. Now that compiles like the databases for law enforcement, like FBI and some other uh, some other law enforcement entities. And this is bona fide truth. So imagine the power one has to be behind the technology that created that, as well as Robert Maxwell Goins' father and Promise software, which was a software that, guess what? insisted on or was capable of surveilling individuals and compromising them. So even the people using devices that never hung out with Jeffrey Epstein might be tangentially in trouble because the technology they utilize was created for the very purpose of surveilling what they do, right? And there's a, this is, once again, brings us back to technology, whether it's medical, whether it's Carbine 911, which is another technology that he created, uh, it, it just leads back to technology. And this is why they never mentioned the technological transhumanist side of Epstein. And it's why they never mentioned the science side of Epstein, save for one article by the New York Times, the one where he wanted to seed the race with his DNA. I don't know if you remember that one. He wanted to impregnate 23 women at a time on Zorro Ranch, and he was creating a baby farm. And she was going to be the master. It's going to be a master race. So you see elements of eugenics there, right? Such a large ego to think that he's the preferred example of a male human being. This is why Zorro isn't, isn't mentioned, because Zorro leads directly to the eugenics transhumanism side. He wants to seed the planet with his DNA. This is the New York Times. And that would bring you to the rest of the scientific endeavors of Jeffrey Epstein. And if you do that, if you open up that door, 
you see everything we're talking about and people would be a lot more hesitant to go along with what's going on today with COVID and the pandemic if they knew the likes of Jeffrey Epstein were involved. I believe the program that the uh, Maxwell's had was, is it called Magellan or something like that? Oh, thank you. Magellan was the precursor to Excite.com. So they made Magellan and then they either sold it off or someone else came in and partnered up with them and that became uh, Excite. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. I think like Magellan, I think it was, it was sold to Bill Gates or he was forced to take it or something happened with that, but it was part of like the MSN conglomerate, the messenger thing and whatever. I actually wouldn't be surprised about that. I don't know it off the top of my head, but that would not surprise me in in the slightest at all. But but it's pretty crazy, man. Like uh, you, you always want the best for humanity and it's people who are elite and have know the secrets and ins and outs and, they're the ones who are apparently succeeding and the ones controlling. So um, where do you see all this going? Like, That's a good question. So what I see right now is a takeover, not of our physical world so much as our minds. A worst case scenario will be the fourth industrial revolution types. The great reset does indeed happen, whether it's by 2030 as they want or further down the line. Um, I do see the blending of the physical and our digital worlds uh, uh, becoming uh, needed, not necessarily needed because we truly do need it, but it's going to happen one way or the other. We see this with the advent of Elon Musk's Neuralink, right? And that isn't necessarily nefarious, excuse me, right off the bat, right? Because his reason to create it is, you know, uh, we need a better way to interface with our technology so we have more control over it. Okay, he's painting it sort of as like it benefits us. Perhaps that's true. Perhaps he's one of them, right? We don't know who to trust. But the idea is regardless, we're heading towards a tech technocracy, a, a world ruled by uh, algorithm prioritization, algorithmic suppression of information, and comprehensive control of our minds via the lack of information, the burning of Alexandria, the Library of Alexandria, except the internet version of that. They are stemming the flow of information through uh, shadow banning, through censorship, through straight up banning. And soon- That's me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, like we are on the receiving end of that, you know, I mean, they got me at 24,000 subscribers and I've never been able to get back since, you know, because of that very effective. Right. So despite all of that, you know, I do believe that there is a, a a big threat of this occurring Um, and it may even happen. However, I'd like to remind people, you know, when they say, how do we, how do we combat this memory hold? Like, what do we do? I always tell them, you know, and the first thing they jump to is, you know, physical revolution akin to, revolutions in the past, right? We got to overthrow the government. I don't necessarily buy that right off the bat. And I'll tell you why. Think of the sheer amount of people in this world that simply just want to be left alone and live their lives. People that would, if given the chance, provide food to their neighbor if they are hungry, right? Even if they themselves are in a bad position. These individuals rely on the idea that there's far more of them than there actually is. They rely on spell casting, uh, of weaving webs of illusion, and that sounds silly, but what I mean by spellcasting is informing people what to think, how to behave through social media, the mainstream media, and these different elements that are, everyone knows, even people that would hate what we're talking about here today, they would agree that CNN is nonsense, Fox News is nonsense. You know, they get their, they get their information elsewhere. We can all agree on that, but it's through these methods that they 
spell they cast spells on us if we just and i always say it like this if we destroy their want if we destroy the elements of control social media algorithms from big tech companies get rid of the prioritization showing some info getting rid of other info if we just get rid of that get rid of the compromised mainstream media get rid of these elements that have put us in a hypnosis i actually believe we'd be surprised at how quickly things can improve and there's always going to be more than uh, more of us than there is of them and that's precisely why uh, they cast these illusions because if we were able to truly see through all of it and realize that there's just a small group of them uh, they'd be terrified because truly there is power in numbers so despite how negative the our pack looks if we can wake people up you know and if they can wake up there, there's always hope absolutely well on that note i just want to say to everyone listening and uh watching this uh thank you memory hold for coming on My uh, pleasure. such short notice but uh you know I, I want to encourage people to do head on over to your page over on uh instagram uh tiktok as well i believe it's memory hold one on yep TikTok. you got it um, you have an official website as well? You know, I'm actually working on the website. Uh, finally, I'm starting to getting a little bit of funding for that. Primarily where you can find me, my shows are hosted on YouTube and DLive. So DLive.tv slash memory hold is where my live streams are uncensored, no censorship, right? Uh, I also host them on YouTube, though. My main primary show is dual stream to DLive and YouTube. On YouTube, I am Memory Hold 4.0. But for my real body of work, if you want to see all the videos I've done in the past, because YouTube is not a great representation and it holds only about 60% because I don't want to get banned again, BitChute. BitChute.com slash Memory Hold. Uh, you can see my documentary films, Pizza for Your Family, Source Code Demons, and my typical lectures as uh, on there as well. And uh, if you if you come over from this show, feel free to sh shout at me, leave me a message, and say what's up. We love to uh, add to the community, man. We have a great one, by the way. Uh, always sharing great information, so don't be shy. <laughs> Absolutely, I like the way you do things. You kind of have like the facts in front of you, or you explain everything, and you're like this picture in picture window, and you have everything there in front of you. That's you're it. Things you're showing people. Yep. So there's no there's no confusion. You know, there's no this is wrong, that's wrong. You may be wrong sometimes, but it's good to. If you like you mentioned earlier, if you're wrong, you're wrong, right? Exactly. You, you take you take it. Yep. Um, and you be honest about it. Most importantly, I'm I always if if I'm wrong, I retract and I let people know I was wrong about this. You know, because it's truly about the truth. It's truly about data, which is precisely why I do that style. Might not be flashy entertainment Hollywood esque editing, but my videos are for those that truly want to learn, and I show the steps as to how you can learn about it too yourself. Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. This has been great. We're going to have you on for a few more other subjects over the course of the year. I'd love uh, to. The next year. And uh, we're going to get really deep into some things. Uh, we will be going uh, away and researching about Antarctica. I think that's the next yes. big thing that we need to figure out what the hell is going on. Um, we'll just leave you here. Take care. And happy New Year. All right, guys. See you later. <laughs>